Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Allison Smith is a phenomenal coach. Dave, yes. uh, you're a coach. I think you two, I'm surprised you two do not actually physically know each other. You do now. We're in this space. Well, we know uh, we know of each other. Yes, we know we've each just other. never we probably, met in person. Yeah, we tried. Yeah. And, yep. And it was tech. I'm going to blame on technology. When I, like, I, if I don't move to email, like, I just, things get lost, right? Yeah. So, uh, um, but, I, but, but now I but knew now, it would happen sooner or later. Yeah, exactly. So, Allison, a parenting coach. First of all, tell us what is a parenting coach. Okay. So I'm thinking a lot of your listeners probably are familiar with the coaching concept in terms of life, life coaching and executive coaching and leadership and all of that sort I of thing. I they are. I <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I take a lot of that personal development and those uh, mindfulness concepts and all of that kind of stuff and I mix it in with parenting strategies. And the strategies themselves are coming from the latest research in how the brain works, um, positive psychology, learning, family dynamics and relationships and how that affects growth and belief systems. And so I just kind of mix it all together. And I'm a for, former teacher and I uh, uh, was in the school system for uh, about 10 years. So I just mix all that together and have created a way to have a little more flexibility with my own family and kids. And this is kind of just what happened <laughs> it yeah. kind of came out this way and you, you've been uh, spreading a, a message of uh, gentleness in parenting and that's what got me interested when you and I first started talking because I believe in that as well you know just being you know gentle in all relationships but mm -hmm. certainly as being parents so how did you get to that point of really realizing that you know gentle parenting is it's a, a real amazing way to bring up kids and, and citizens of this world. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it came out of, and I'm going to back up a little bit, and just the term gentle parenting itself, I've I really struggled with because I know what it means and I think it's a great way to sum everything up. But a lot of people hear that and they're like, oh, is that that permissive thing? You let them do whatever they want. And so I've, I've started to shift more to positive parenting because I find it's a little more inclusive for those who haven't been exposed to the concepts. But really, my heart is gentle parenting, absolutely. So it, it came, it, it was developed out of this idea that everybody deserves respect. And regardless of background or color or uh, country of origin or anything or age, everyone deserves the same level of respect just as a, as a person and a human. So having that innate belief and a really strong, a real strong value of mine, I, I tried to incorporate that in my teaching. Um, but I realized within, within the scope of education and everything that has to be focused on and attended to and, and uh, outcomes that need to be met, I, I just didn't have enough time to develop the kinds of relationships with the kids and with the families that I worked with. And I really discovered that my heart is in the relationship and uh, problem solving, uh, looking at the community in the classroom and all of those kinds of things. And, and for me, I was really drawn to that much more than the curriculum outcomes. So 
it, it was a bit of a frustration for me because I saw the need and I was so passionate about it, but there just wasn't enough allowance within the, the uh, programs to do what I wanted to be doing. So, Well, and, and so for, um, for someone who's a parent listening, uh, well, actually, maybe a backup. So who, who do you find is, is most interested in, in the positive parenting or gentle parenting movement, you know, and, or, or, you know, have the curio- a natural, you know, kind mm-hmm. of curiosity around it? There's two main groups that seem to be seeking it out. And one group is already quite self-aware. They have an understanding of the bigger picture. They're, they're keen to support the uh, environmental issues. Um, they're more peaceful in general. And it just resonates and makes sense for them. It's an extension of who Great they al- already are. I'm peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like he would fit that, right? Uh, a little a little bit. Okay. Um, so those we would typically call crunchy or hippies. Oh, totally great. <laughs> As I literally spill water all yeah, yeah, my yeah, shirt. Yeah. yeah, you got that urban vibe. So too, I'm though. a crunchy hippie? Is that what you said? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, More of a hipster yeah. oh, gosh, side of things. Hipster. Yeah, Lordy. yeah. Yeah, okay. But, at least, at least but, I'm but with a social conscience and, and mission and all of that. And then you've got the business side. You're very complex, actually, Greg. I, I want to hear more, though. I, I, I want to <laughs> hear you my or? complexities, for <laughs> sure. This is my ability to, to actually so, have some Allison uh, coaching right here yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Wait, this is a podcast. Oh, oh we, we could do that. That. that would so, be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that would be a fun a fun, uh, a fun, episode. So yep. who's the other group? Yeah, because that group doesn't need me. It's it's like preaching to the choir, so to speak. Right. Uh, the group that that really benefits from my work is, is they know how they have a a sense of the kind of parent they want to be, but they don't know how to get there. Mm. Maybe they were raised in a different way Mm -hmm. or they're overwhelmed with the daily life we're all faced with now Mm -hmm. that's so busy and and disconnected from our communities and our families and busy. Uh, So... So they're they're looking for some answers, but they're not even quite sure what their question is. Mm. They just know that they're raising their voice too much, mm-hmm. and they it, they don't like it, and they're feeling guilty about that. Mm-hmm. But what else do I do? Because I hear there's all these options, or I can let my kids just run the show, and I'm I'm smart and I'm educated and I'm professional, and I know that's not going to be good for them either. But but they they're not sure. Maybe maybe they they um, are quite busy with their job, and so they're not online searching a lot of things, and they just go and get what they need, and then they move on. So they're problem solvers too. Mm-hmm. So they want kind of some quick answers. Cool. Yeah, but they're really open to once they hear the possibilities. Yeah. it's like a it's like a sigh of relief. Yeah, so like there so there is some awareness there. It's, Absolutely. Then, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, and now how do you how do people like how do you interact? Do you work with them individually with groups or how do what's the like yes. mechanism? <laughs> oh, all and, of the and, and this is gonna be a really good segue into the uh, the dads and beer coaching group. That, <laughs> I did see that. that. We have did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave, you I, and I will be a part I, of something. I was very. That was a very intriguing. Um, I thought was brilliant way <laughs> uh-huh. to expose dads in a fun way. And honestly, I got a little bit of beer too, so, so that's great. everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so um, I. Do group things like uh, events, workshops, um, like a half day session. I also do some parent circles, which is basically a cross between a support group and a business mastermind, mm. teaching workshop and group coaching, where you really get to deep dive and 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 shine some light on some underlying issues that are contributing to the situation. So that's all mixed together. Those are really fun. 
And uh, clients get so much traction from that because they're also building a community right. of other people who get it. Right. So they're not afraid of someone saying, oh, well, you just have to, right. you just have to tell them who's boss. You know, they realize that it's more complex than that. Um, yeah, so one-on-one, and I do that in person and online. Mm-hmm. In fact, I just got a call, off a call this morning with a former client who just wanted to come back for a, a one-off session and yeah. get some clarity, so Sharp, that was a lot of fun. Sharp and kind of session. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So how did you what did, how did you run into Allison? Like, what, what, Allison, what, what was I, no, I was going to say, Allison drove me home once. No, Melissa <laughs> drove me home, but we dropped you off first. Something like that. We yeah. Were, we were we've, we've run into each other so <laughs> many places. the first places. time I met you... Uh, I believe, anyway, it was at Judith Mackin's event. Was that the art event? At uh, that nice inn. In Shadow, Shadow Lawn. Shadow Lawn. Mm-hmm. I was so, at that, too. Yes, that too, and that's right. that so, was our first, like, really big, in-depth chat. That's right. And I was unable to drive only because I was tired. And oh, of course. And Melissa <laughs> drove you home, and then she drove me all the way to Akamak. So yeah. and we had some great conversations in the car. Mm-hmm. And then uh, began yeah. our friendship. Cool. <laughs> and have you have you benefited from the service in terms of as a father? Well, uh, considering how horrible I've been trying to find time to actually attend one of Allison's amazing events, uh, my only only real coaching has been back in the car that uh, that, that time. <laughs> Just about, and the coaching was me realizing ah, Allison's awesome. She is a, a very awesome human being and has a service that is making that's creating a generation of really cool people. That's the way I see it. So, But you know what, Dave, you and I are going to right. be attendees of one of her uh, dads and beer mm-hmm. events. 100%. Love okay. it. Pints and parenting. Pints and parenting. And last Pints, time we challenged, pops, and parenting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Last time we challenged ourselves with a guest in here, mm-hmm. um, we're like, we had the uh, the past president of Toastmasters uh, oh, yeah. here, and yeah, yeah. Dave's like, oh, geez, we should we should be part of that. And then like three weeks later, we found, we end up being co-founders or, you know, yeah, a founding group yeah, yeah. of the latest Toastmasters group. So some magic stuff comes out of here. Fantastic. Yeah. I love had, magic. We've had beer named after the podcast as a <laughs> result of an interview. We still got to get a pizza done through Janice, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, so, so here's a, here's a, I'm wondering, I just, I find it so fascinating, Allison, and you, you would... You know, this you'd run deep here because um, around just how parenting has, you know, just the the kind of broader attitudes around parenting, how it's kind of you know just evolved so much or shifted from you know kind of how my parents, who were pretty evolved parents actually mm-hmm. in terms of how they approached me, but even even and you're talking to two men now, but but the father's role um, in, in particular, I think is really, as, I mean, I think of my father who's a very good friend of mine, but but I really didn't know him till I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Or maybe fifteen. Common, you know, and and he was he because he was out making a living, right? Right, and and ironically, and and we would see him at dinner time. He would come home because you know it was his thing. Mom, that was a deal. But then he was back off, uh, off to work, right? And because technology couldn't support him working from home, all kind of stuff. And he, he and again, he was doing his fulfilling his role. And mm-hmm. you know, we've heard this. And then what's interesting is my brother and I independently made decisions to work, find ways to work from home as much as we can. Um, and when we talked about it over beer, ironically, um, we both realized that, you know, that really was like, it was like, ah, oh, it was too bad we didn't, we missed all those years with dad, you know, like too bad for him, too bad for us. And, you know, and I feel like 
my kids um, are almost like, ah, oh, dad's still here. Like, when are you going, dad? You know what I mean? And, 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 and I do a lot of travel. I get around and all this kind of stuff. But I purposely, um, you know, we have a home office. And I, as much as I can, I like to work from home. We have an office in uptown, St. John, all that kind of stuff. But is that is that part of a um, is that a movement that's happening or you know or what what's your perspective? Is that just something Ab- that I'm absolutely no no that is that is really representative of a, a lot of the families that are becoming more conscious, not just conscious about what they're putting uh, into the ground into the environment, conscious about what they're putting into their bodies. They're being more conscious about what thoughts they're choosing to dwell on. Hmm. All of these things it it feels collectively that a lot of us are seeking a different way of doing things and a different way of relating to the world and interacting. And I believe that the shift in parenting is just one more layer of that, one more piece of this whole shift that we're all making in being more conscious and intentional about what we're doing. And I'm so glad that there is this movement for dads. I I feel they are, are feeling freer to make choices that are in line with their values more, that some of the walls are breaking down in terms of their the expectations for their role. And honestly, I always said I'm not going to be the domestic kind of traditional person. I wasn't even absolutely sure I was going to have kids. I thought I probably would someday. Uh, that's a whole other podcast <laughs> conversation. Um, but yeah, so in our family, I'm not the one who cooks. And I am so glad. I can cook, which I have to re- remind my mother-in-law once in a while. Oh, yeah, you can cook. I just choose not to. It's not where my passion is. Yeah. I yeah, serve totally the family in different ways. Yeah. And because of the way he was raised by his mom, thank goodness, he this he doesn't, yeah, yeah, he just doesn't feel caught up in that, oh, a man has to be this or that. And he's really, um, he's really sensitive. He loves to cook. He feels as passionate about at least one of us at a time being there for our kids. Yeah. And and I think a lot of men have have been have been put into a role that maybe wasn't the right fit for them. But I'm glad that that's starting to shift. So you're seeing that. You're, yeah. You're and and it. beer is one way that we can we're, we're so <laughs> that we can open up that <laughs> conversation. And the last time I did it, the dads were they were just lit up that they finally had the opportunity to have the conversations they'd been yearning to have because the, the structure was there for them to sort of be allowed to, to start the conversation. Yeah. And they immediately opened up probably quicker than the moms do. Yeah, yeah well, it, it's, uh, it is interesting creating safe spaces, quote mm-hmm. unquote, you know, like where you just leave the ego at the back door. And I think that's what you, both of you as coaches are really skilled at. Let's just get rid of that get real. for a second. Let's get real. <laughs> you only have so much time and so many beers to drink here. Let's um, get honest let's get right real. away. And if, if you're in that environment where everybody agrees to it, Amazing things happen. I just think it's about incredible. the Wallace McCain Institute, like the first yeah. few sessions we had, just how yeah. open and real and serious things got really quick once everybody realized it was a confidential yeah. space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Safe to be vulnerable. <clears throat> right. And, yeah. and and that's a, such a great space. Do you find um so so now people know you in this role, do you find um that people are or you feel like people are watching to see how you're parenting? And um and you know, and just because we live in a, a relatively small area, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so for example, I said, oh, I, you know, I know we haven't talked, but I know I saw you, or almost 100% was you, and we're in a <laughs> coffee shop. 
Um, you know, I mean, so then, you, you know, and then when you get a, a bigger online profile, people will recognize you that you might not even recognize. So, mm-hmm. so what does that, does that come up for you at all? Uh, I've definitely had people come up to me and start a conversation and I'm racking my brain. Where do I know them yeah, from? Yeah. Uh, Cause it could have been teaching. I was uh, a branch president for um, the the teachers association as well. So it could have very well have been that from, you know, 10 years ago. And, and, but there's times I actually have never met them. And so I'm trying to rack my brain where I met them and I come up with nothing. Uh, it's because they feel that they know me from my online presence. Right. Uh, but yeah, that, that definitely happens. And it's interesting you ask about if I feel like uh, people are, are watching what I'm doing. Probably. <laughs> but I've been working really hard to be less focused on that. At first, it was awful. I'd be in the grocery store. My kids be having a tough time. because <laughs> This is where I wanted to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's the local grocery yeah, store. Yeah. I won't yeah, name names. Yeah. It's Uber store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you say stupid and, store? No, no, no. I, I coughed. Um, so, so, yeah, and they're spirited. So they're, they're not your relaxed kind of kids where somebody goes, wow, you're an amazing parent. Yeah. Oh, no, I just got easy kids. Yeah. Um, I've, I've worked at it really, really hard. Um, so, yeah, I definitely have off moments a lot because um, I'm also a little bit feisty myself. And, uh, you know, I've gotten better at just being a better parent in general, yeah. um, which reflects when I'm out, you know, grocery shopping. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm, I'm sure people do sometimes look at me and say, oh, wow, like she raised her voice or or she didn't take the time and go through the three-step process yeah. when someone's having a meltdown because yeah. I was just trying to get out of the store. Um, yeah, it's it's less of an issue and no one has written me up in the local newspaper that I'm aware of that, yeah. oh my gosh, check out that coach, yeah. you know. Well, and the, the only reason, and the reason I ask is because, you know, like we, like I liked, like this, a colleague of mine said once, beware of the coach who has no coach. Mm-hmm. I've and, heard that as well. Right? And yeah. it's beautiful yeah. because, and I'm working with this this coach out in the West Coast right now. She's fabulous. Um, and it's like, and then, but but sometimes the public think, well, don't you have it all figured out? I'm like, no, I don't have it figured out. If I had a, <laughs> really, I wish I had it figured out. But but there's this perception, mm-hmm. right? And then then and then I because I've got where I've caught myself, and I find the hardest place to be coach like for me. And this is me being vulnerable here. Is at home sometimes when I really want a particular outcome mm-hmm. for my one child for whatever reason. That's my issue. It has nothing to do, you mm-hmm. know. And and you're and especially as you're learning to be a parent. It is so, I found, immensely hard. It's much easier when you're in a subjective relationship, you know, where you're seeing someone, you care for them, you want them to be successful, but at the end of the day, they own it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I I find, you know, so so we'll have... (laughs) You know, like these, like the soccer team, right? You you can tell your 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 child's running off the soccer field, and you're going, buddy, get back! On the yeah, field. come on. I didn't know? have a daisy picker, but I had a little flip flopper rolling around, looking up at the sky. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, yeah. and I mean, I'll be honest, that's a little frustrating to watch sometimes because you're it's like, like, oh my gosh, yeah. what are people going to think or say? Yeah. Well, I, well, the more I'm just like, you're missing a great opportunity, kid. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I love self development. Exactly. <laughs> Here's like, your moment. Come on, this is it, right? And then and, and then and then you know. You could, you know, so so I just wondered about that because I yeah. thought that would be that would be kind of challenging, you know. Yeah, it's it's like anything; it's it's a challenge, and then you learn ways to to work with it and manage it, and we all just keep learning, right? Yeah. And and the thing about you mentioned, um, you know, that we don't have it all together. No, nobody does. Like, let's just be honest; nobody anywhere has it all figured out. I'm suspicious of people that claim that, they do. Yeah, exactly. Um, trying too hard, thou doth protest too much. Right. Um, but, you know, I've 
because I've been maybe really messed up, I've got a lot of experience to share of how not to do it. So right. it's really a gift to my clients in the right. world how messed up I am or have been. Because, mm. you know, it, it's allowed me, in all seriousness, it's allowed me to pick up tools that have helped me get through that. It's the biggest thing is the perspective it's given me. Whenever I've dealt with something that feels really hard and heavy, almost without exception, someone shows up in front of me in a client space or a workshop or gives me a call or I run into and they're dealing with something that's very, very similar Mm -hmm. and I have something to share. Mm -hmm. And two days before I wouldn't have. I'd be like, yeah, I kind of hear what you're saying, but I don't really get it. Like I don't, I don't feel where you're coming from. The thing that I I think is interesting, um, you know, when when people dare, like all three of us here, dare to step out (laughs) and share a, a worldview or a message or, or something. Philosophy. Or- um, mm-hmm. You get into a position where, you know, some people call them the trolls or the haters <laughs> or whoever. Those You're who gonna, challenge the, the, the who, view. Who are going to challenge. And so it's totally okay. But what I have noticed, and this does bother me, and this is why I think we always have to be authentic with admitting that we haven't figured it out. Um, but, like, I'm out talking about, sustainability and inclusion and, you know, you know, make sure you've got healthy workspaces as employers. And I've failed in all of those buckets a number of times, right? Um, but without failing in them and without screwing up and without sadly negatively impacting people, yeah. I would not have this knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's interesting, you know, going down that, that path about people saying, Oh well, yeah, Allison, you're you yelled at your kids at super at the stupid store. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't say that. I was just trying to call. No, we the just name, did. But, That's yeah, what yeah. Dave and I do. Um, <laughs> I just no lawsuits, people, please. I think one one request I would have to any anybody is when you see people stepping out publicly to because your message is an awesome message. Doesn't the, the message isn't saying hi, I'm Allison and I'm perfect. It's mm-hmm. I'm Allison. I've got experience and I've got a message to share. Um, take it or leave it up mm-hmm. to you. Uh, but I think the challenge is for people to to receive that and not be judgy because I can see, you know, that that weight bringing people down, not being able to express themselves mm-hmm. in the best of ways. I'm not suggesting that's ever happened to you uh, online or anything like this, but I would, I've seen that a lot. People say, oh, yeah, so-and-so, you know, they don't practice what they preach, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of thing. Anyway, a little bit of a derailment, but uh, No, it's, I think it's topical, you know. It's it is. It's just like people want to be awesome parents and we're not always going to, I mean, at least I've given up trying to pretend I could ever be an awesome parent, um, all the time. And, um, but I, but I'm always, um, but that the, the whole area is, is so fascinating. I know we're, um, and you just did the wrap up sign cause I want to ask Alice a whole bunch more questions. Um, how do, so how do people find you? How do they learn more? And, and if you could give one tip, you know, and I don't, this is very hard, I'm sure, but one <laughs> tip to parents who are in that camp, that you described earlier where I know I, I want to change something. I'm just not sure, you know, kind of where to start. Like what, you know, f- how do you find you? And then what's the tip you'd give them? So social media is a great place to find me. I'm very active on Facebook, uh, part because I just, I, I like the the structure of it and, and um, the, the components of it. It works for me. Uh, but also because that's where where a lot of parents are, and especially a lot of moms. I do hear from a lot more moms than dads, uh, but I do hear from dads too. So that's a really good place to find me. Um, 
Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. Uh, I try to get on as many platforms as I can without spreading myself too and thin. Just, just put Allison Smith Parent Coach or yeah, uh, or Allison Smith Coaching. coaching. Uh, my okay. website, AllisonSmithCoaching.com. Okay. that has everything linked there Perfect. and blog and all that good stuff. Uh, piece of advice. Oh, it's huge. There's so much in my brain. Um, when when a parent doesn't know what else to do, connect. Just reach your child as a human who also has struggles on a relationship basis, figuring out the behavior and any solutions, any discipline, any of the talks can wait. Just connect. Connect, then direct is the phrase I use. I think we could learn that in the uh, executive world as well. So Absolutely. That's, that's, very, yeah. that's very insightful, very profound. Allison, thank, thank you. you for this. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And this Can we is, talk this for is like a commitment. another We're, hour? Dave well, we, and I do. Uh, we, 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 we are do part two for people yeah. that oh, like yeah. to and would be interested in. Um, <laughs> so we certainly, I would be interested. Oh in. my gosh, yeah. We could talk for hours. I just know we could. Yeah. 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 Or we could do a long form one once. You know yeah. what I mean? Go into one topic and just really yeah, deep, deep dive. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we we maybe we should let, uh, get our listeners listeners to let us know. Like, is the yeah. half hour format good? Yeah, should we go back to the forty five? Yeah, you know, Joe Rogan does two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm not doing wow. Joe Rogan style. Forget it. Although <laughs> long, I do, I, I, I do see enjoy. a coffee maker in here. I think yeah. I might need one. <laughs> All right, Allison, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks guys. Nice. Sorry, audience, I keep coughing. I've been, I've been having a hard time keeping these coughs back. So, takeaway for you, Greg. We got to do our takeaways. We've well, my takeaway is Ooh, I, I continue to authentically tell Allison I want to I want to join one of her uh, dads and beers uh, events, and we're going to. We'll set a I date. Just, I just need. Well, setting a date is tough for me too. <laughs> I know. I just. I'm rarely. I'm that parent who is typically. If I'm if I'm not flying somewhere, if I'm at home. My wife is working on calls, so it's like one of these. We're we're gonna figure this out, though. Yes. And Dave, you're with me. Okay, I'm in. All right, love cool. it. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter, at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.